0: In today's episode of the Productivity Digest podcast, we'll be exploring how our emotions can lead us to bring about our best work. We'll be discussing Tevian Jean-Pierre's article, How Emotions Can Lead Us to Bring About Our Best Work. Productivity is more about what we are doing, not how we are doing it. Join us as we delve into the importance of understanding and harnessing our emotions to increase productivity. Let's dive in.
1: How Emotions Can Lead Us to Bring About Our Best Work. Productivity is more about what we are doing, not how we are doing it. Written and read by Jean Pierre. We are often convinced that the best way to become more productive is to change our ways of working. Create a to-do list, use productivity tools and take frequent breaks. The majority of the articles I have read on productivity have been focused on the how. Although how we do things is certainly important, it is easy to forget the importance of what we are doing.
0: But
1: hmm. activity is simply a result of the ratio of our output to our input. So there is no wonder why most of us focus on our ability to do things quicker. Things like a to-do list reduce the time we need to think about what we need to do, and having a routine in place reduces our chances of procrastinating or burning out. There is no doubt that these things are important and play a key role in increasing our productivity for individuals and organisations. However, there seems to be less focus on how what we do affects our productivity levels. And that is interesting because a lot of us have experienced the difficulty of remaining productive whilst completing a task that we are disengaged with. Being engaged or emotionally stimulated by a task brings about a better attitude. The feelings associated with carrying out activities that intrigue us are uplifting and often lead us to our best work. Emotional energy also plays an essential role in disruptive innovation and work. We find that people who are carrying out work that goes against societal norms or challenges, the status quo, rely heavily on emotional energy to keep them productive. An example of this is found in the work conducted by a small internet-based feminist organization pushing to remove sexualized images of women in newspapers. The No More Page Free group was doing work that challenged societal norms and was disruptive in nature. What is striking about the group is that the work being done went unnoticed for some time, yet productivity and team morale remained high. And many of the women working towards their goal felt productive despite the early results. This is contrary to how many individuals feel about their work today. (sighs) We are often heavily results focused and feel terrible when we do not complete what we want to do. And that is one of the reasons why we are so focused on the process. Many of us believe that changing our how will affect our results. Funny enough, being too results focused can also lead us away from good innovation and productivity. Contrary to common managerial belief, Focusing on your customers too much can actually move you away from disruptive innovation, productivity and good strategy. When organisations and individuals move into unknown territory, our energy levels often rise. Whether it is fear, curiosity or excitement, moving away from the status quo often fuels us with more energy. We feel a bit more alive and this is where increases in ideation, productivity and disruptive innovation can take place. No more page 3 has shown us that productivity may be less about how we do things and more about what we are doing. Things that keep our energy levels high are often those things that we are passionate about. In the end, page 3 of The Sun newspaper was banned. Many of the women actively working for this end go were emotionally connected to their work. The process was not always clear and the results were not always perfect, but they managed to disrupt the whole nation. So... Here is what we can learn from their efforts concerning productivity. Part 1. Productivity requires us to remain aware of our emotions. Not many of us take a chance to stop and think about our emotions whilst completing a task. In fact, we are often encouraged to reach this state of flow, which is a state that helps us work seamlessly on automatic. However, emotional awareness is a vital part of our productivity. Effective embodiment is a term introduced in research conducted by the University of Bath. Effective embodiment is the corporal and emotional experiences of an institution. Although the definition in and of itself is related to organizations at large, we can apply the same concept to ourselves as we work. After all, we too have a body and have emotional experiences, and effective embodiment is part of our everyday lives. It presents itself in misalignment and alignment with our own experiences and others and it is part of the environment we operate in regularly to complete our task most of our productivity methodologies we have are there to enrich our experiences of the world they assist us in building environments that suit our working styles and our goals when we are able to create spaces that enrich our experiences to contribute to our productivity we find what we like to call a comfort zone Much of our productivity is about aligning our current corporal and emotional experiences to deliver our best work. It is these environments that allow us to feel safe and more than happy to work. However, effective embodiment also takes into account those things that misalign with our experiences. And misalignment with our emotional and corporal experiences often bring about feelings that are negative. Experiences and views that oppose the way we see the world can lead us to feel fear, anger and disgust. And it is often these things that we try to avoid when we seek to be productive, but it can also bring about our best work. Normal page 3 was constantly faced with misaligning views and experiences, yet it fueled their passion for their cause and led them to become more productive and produce outstanding results. So, what we learn here is that productivity is not just about building this perfect environment that aligns with all our needs and emotional experiences. With all these environments feel safe and great to work in, We also need something to push and drive us. And these things can often be found in the misaligning views we come across. Therefore, organisations and individuals need a balance of the two. They need both alignment and misalignment to reinforce their working models. Part 2. Replenishing our energy to be our best selves. Our best productive selves come when we have a system in place that allows us to replenish ourselves emotionally through the work we are doing. When our work encompasses aspects that both support and challenge our effective embodiment, we can deliver work that makes us proud. Therefore, when thinking about productivity, we must think about the type of work we are doing. Does the work have aspects that align with what we believe about the world? If it does, we can always be reminded that our work is supported and people care about it. Also, does the work have aspects that misalign with our beliefs and emotional experiences? If it does, we can be reminded that we are doing work that is disruptive and has challenges. When we look deeply at the work we are doing, we give ourselves the chance to self-reflect on our emotional energy. We can think about where most of our energy is coming from and if our environment is supporting our productivity. You may find that most of your emotional energy driving your productivity is coming from misaligning views in the world. Therefore, you are being driven by those who have different experiences or belief systems to you. And you may feel more productive when you are being disruptive on the other hand you may find that a lot of your productive energy is being fueled by the support of others who align with your views therefore you may feel more productive when you are contributing to an overall mission nevertheless we need both to replenish our energy to be ready to be productive again we need to be challenged and we need to be supported to become our best selves so When you've had a bad day at the office, or have felt less productive, replenish your energy. And this can simply be done by engaging with your emotions and finding those things in your environment that support and challenge the work you are doing. By having the right balance between the two, you can ensure that the activities you are doing enhance your productivity. Part 3. In Closing With so many productivity tools available to us today, it appears that we are in a productivity struggle. The rise of social media and the ever-increasing distractions in our lives is causing us to believe that we are incapable of concentrating. We are now creating tons of apps, programs and websites that are helping us solve our procrastination problems. Organisations are launching projects and individuals are reading books to help solve their productivity crisis. However, it seems quite clear that our most productive self is not a result of tool sets and habits. Although this helps, It appears that our best work comes about when we are working on activities that both challenge and support us. And by changing close attention to our emotions, we can guide ourselves to a more productive future by choosing those tasks that engage us in this way. So, maybe it is less about how we do things and more about what we do. After all, it is what we do that fuels our emotions to bring about the best work in us.
0: If you enjoyed this, you may also like our other podcasts, the Self-Improvement Digest, the Psychology Digest, and the Life Digest. Stay curious, stay inspired, and thanks for listening.